Hey, Geeks Radio listeners, all these years you've listened to the Totally Super Podcast, the Trek Off Podcast, the Pop Off Podcast, and wondered, hey, is there a way I can get my message out there on these podcasts? Well, finally there is. You see, we're making a brand new movie called Cancellation. The plot of the movie is this. What happens when your stereotypical sitcom girlfriend realizes that she's just a character on a sitcom and that sitcom is coming to an end, which means she's going to cease to exist? Can she convince her friends to help her fight against the show just so they can all survive? Well, that's the question of the movie. And you can help us make it by going to Kickstarter and donating to the movie. You can get there easily. Just go to getcanceled.com. That's getcanceled.com. Now, Kickstarter always has rewards. And one of the rewards on there, along with the other millions of awesome things you can get, actually allows you to get a message out on Trek Off or Totally Super. That's right. You get the reward. You're going to get a DVD with it and a poster, digital downloads of a bunch of stuff you can't get anywhere else, and a chance to get your message heard on Trek Off or Totally Super. Now, there are other rewards. Go check it out. It's going to be an awesome movie and we really, really need your help. So I'm asking you, as someone who's listened to our podcasts, to please help us make Cancellation, the motion picture. Okay, on to the show. It's time for Trek Off. Set phasers to love. Welcome to Trek Off. My name is Justin. And my name's Alexia. And today we're going to talk about Star Trek, like actual Star Trek, like what? brand new Star Trek. Um, <laughs> I want to say, um, so we're going to talk today about the first three episodes of Star Trek Discovery season two. We're recording this as of uh, February 5th, 2019. That's going to come in, in just a second. Um, so those of you listening in the future, that's where we are. That's why we're only doing the first three episodes, because there has not yet been a fourth. Um, <laughs> and I want to say this, because... I already know that you and I disagree about some things on the first two. I don't know. I have no idea what your thought is on the third, and I'm very interested in, in having a conversation about it. But we went down to, uh, you know, we have, we've had this projector. Um, you've seen it in, in my house that we've had since, like, before the kids were born. Yeah. And it, uh, it's a cool way to watch shows and movies um, because Hell it's yeah. actually cheaper. It's actually cheaper than HGTV to get one of these projectors. It's like the projector is like, it's like worth like $250 now and you throw it up on a $100 screen and it looks like you're in a movie theater. It's amazing. Everybody should be doing this. Um, <laughs> but even when I didn't have a basement, I had the screen and this projector in an unfinished like laundry room downstairs <laughs> that Daniel Ross and I used to sit down there and watch um, Buffy and Angel on it. That's awesome. <laughs> um, with, a, with a couch from with a couch from Salvation Army that was down there simply it was like it was like something out of a TV show an unfinished basement with a couch and a screen simply to watch I mean if we were just popping brewskis we would literally be a 90s sitcom um, <laughs> um, which is so, glorious in its own right uh, we'll talk about that too in a minute um, but I had it paused and the lights were off and I had to go do something with the dog and I ran upstairs and I came downstairs and it was right at the beginning and the show was paused and it was just, it was space and clearly a Federation starship up on my screen, just paused. And I'm wearing a Star Trek shirt and I came downstairs and I still, like, see, I still can't believe it. I still can't believe <laughs> we're getting Star Trek on TV again. Like, love it, hate it, approve, disapprove. I cannot believe. It's happening at least. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I can't. I, I'm just stunned by this. I'm stunned by this. Like we, after Nemesis, it was done. 
and I know I've said this last like three episodes, but like the idea that we're going, oh, we're we're mad that they're probably canceling the next Chris Pine Star Trek film. Although Quentin Tarantino is thinking about doing one, and maybe Chris Pine will come back. In the meantime, we're going to have to either watch the Orville, which is somebody else's take on Star Trek, or watch Discovery, which is actual Star Trek, or look forward to the two new Star Trek shows coming out this year. Holy crap! I cannot believe that we are living here. Star Trek was dead. It was dead. We were talking about an old show. And yep. now it's, I, I, oh, what a great time to be alive. I can't die now. <laughs> I can't die now. <laughs> I, <can't. coughs> I dare not die now. I am so enthused, Alexia. I didn't have the whipped, but in honor, I found like a bottle of pinnacle marshmallow nice. that I have not... I've not had a sip up in literally a year. This is year old, but I'm so excited that it's we're starting. Aged one we're, year. Talk, we're talking about brand new Star Trek. It's we're so used to it now. Think about this: before Discovery came out, we had like six episodes beforehand and three episodes about the first episode, and before before like. Star Trek 09 came out. We literally had, or, sorry, Star Trek Into Darkness. We literally had four episodes before, four episodes after, and we made a movie about seeing it. Now we're just like, <laughs> we're like three new episodes of Star Trek. That's like almost three hours of Star Trek we got. And we're like, meh, we'll get to it. <laughs> like, <laughs> we'll get to it. <laughs> just so used to it so uh cheers everyone here's the uh i'm taking a sip if everybody uh, has a drink right now please raise yes. your drink please raise drink <laughs> two, here there you go that's for real nice <laughs> that is very sweet and really old <laughs> what does it not drink it all though <laughs> um it just it has that like been in the free because i freeze my vodka like mm. because i guess i never grew out of being 18 um Stop. so my vodka is always in my freezer um <laughs> And I and I never drink it straight, right? Like I don't. I, people drink vodka straight. I guess that's a thing. And people, you know, when I drink whiskey, they're like, "Ew, you drink whiskey." But I see people drink vodka, and I'm like, "Why are you drinking that rubbing alcohol?" Like I don't understand. Like whiskey, I understand people going, "It's too spicy. It's too strong." But vodka, it tastes like Purell. So. <laughs> I but think they both hide, taste bad. So, but it but vodka certainly does hide well within other drinks. Oh, definitely. If you freeze it, so I keep it frozen, like I'm like I'm an 18 year old girl. Um, Why a girl? The, uh, because you know when I was in college, like the boys all had like beers and like trying to be fancy with their whiskeys, and every girl I knew, every girl had a bottle of pop off vodka in their little freezer in their their little half freezer in their dorm. Like wow. every single girl I knew had the had the pop off bo- like vodka while the boys were all like, we like beers now. And like you were in 11th grade, like literally six months ago. You know, you don't like beers now. You're pretending like, you can't <laughs> like beers until you're later. Like, I'm sorry. Congratulations to you, Captain Coors Light. <laughs> certainly, <laughs> certainly, certainly like going to go to the brewery. Beer connoisseur. <laughs> go to the brewery. I think and everybody have your ice in house. college is into beer. Do you want to know why? <laughs> why? Because it's alcoholic and cheap. Well, that's the same thing with the pop-off <laughs> vodka. Like you just put it into put put into cranberry juice, and it's good enough, right? It works. It'll it do the flies. trick. It'll work. Um, here, here in Maryland, uh, where I live, the beer of choice was a beer called National Bohemian, otherwise known as Natty Bow, and <laughs> it it is oh, Alexia, it's the worst. 
It's <laughs> terrible. It's terrible. And yet, so it was such a thing. It was that and like old, that in Old Bay. Like I went to college in Maryland when I first high school and college. My first year of college, we talked about in the therapy show how I quit that college. Um, <laughs> but but like in that first year, it was all like Old Bay and Natty Bo. It's the way you could show Maryland pride. Um, and, and it's so much so now when I go to my local, like Buffalo Wild Wings, which we go every Wednesday because, because Buffalo Wild Wings has kids night on Wednesdays, where if you buy an adult meal, even just one adult meal, every kid's meal you get is a dollar 99. So, so I take Mrs. J out and we get like boneless wings. And then like the kids meals are like $4, like for the two of them to have dinner. So like crap we walk out like the entire family eats to the point where we're stuffed for 18 bucks <laughs> so they have in the local buffalo wild wings up on the wall a big poster for national bohemian for all the people in my neighborhood who went to like the university of maryland or i went to st mary's like like for everybody who went to 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 colleges in maryland who are now in their 30s and 40s and taking their kids out on wednesday night to have their so i i actually have a natty bow every wednesday night <laughs> that's hysterical like it's I, not I, good. Had, I, I the only time I, I had vodka too but I didn't have it in the freezer I kept it under my bed because I lived at home <laughs> and yeah. I think the only time I drank it was I had to there was some this is such a me thing to do by the way uh, I bought Diet Coke I had my mom buy me a bunch of Diet Coke because of there's some I hate Diet Coke. It's important to stress this. I fucking right. hate Diet Coke. Um, it's I like Diet Coke actually. Ugh, it's I don't know how you do it. The aftertaste. I don't know how. You, ugh, no. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. So I despise the taste of it. My mom knew this, but they had like one of those things. I don't know if they even do this anymore. Where you like had a chance to win some. I don't even remember now what it is. How great is that? But like when you take the cap off, like you either won the thing or didn't win. Or whatever, like, because this was before you put codes into the interwebs, because I'm old. Um, and so I, the <laughs> only way you could do it, though, was if you got Diet Coke. Like, it didn't work on on Coke. It was only Diet Coke. And my mom was, was savvy, and she was like, you have to drink this. If I buy this, and you don't drink the, the Diet Coke, we're going to have a problem. So I, I basically, I used the entire, like, I had to use the vodka to make the Diet Coke okay so I could drink it to try to win whatever it was I was trying to win. <laughs> so I would watch, wow. like, Star Trek sci-fi stuff, like, drinking Diet Coke and vodka, cheap-ass vodka, and it was really Can still gross. Can you do Diet Coke with vodka? Can you do Coke and vodka? Is that a thing? I don't know, never dude. It was all I had. And I was like, this tastes gross. I've got to do something. And I, yeah, it I, didn't really make it taste better, but at least I got drunk. And then you well, don't you care know, what I shit did, tastes like, right? <laughs> I didn't drink in high school. I I had I had like one night I stayed up late and I broke into the parents' liquor cabinet and I tried one night on my own. Didn't like it. I didn't have a drip of alcohol in high school. Wow. Except for that one time. Look Not a you. single... Drip I was alcohol. a lush no, from I, a young age. I was very no, I've, like I, I've made up for it clearly. Oh, clearly. I'm now well, no, you know what? That's not true. I, I only here, drank but... at like a party. Like other than that incident, I only ever drank at like people a at work of have parties. asked me if I have a problem. 
um, because so. I'll like talk about how like, oh, I can't drink really very much the night before or the night after I work and, and I can't wait till tomorrow. I'm just going to go home and I'm going to have some Jamie's. I love having a glass of Jamie's. And lately I've been making myself vodka tonics, uh, which I like it in, in tonic water. Actually, it's pretty good. Um, and I'll be talking about it at work and I realize that like we'll have talked for about 15 minutes about wanting to drink. <laughs> They're like, dude, are you okay? <laughs> are do, you, do, you, do you need to you okay? talk? And keep in mind, everyone I know, it's all at a hospital, right? I work at a hospital. Oh, sure. And you're also, and on top of that, like, you're, like, super straight-laced all the time. So you're kind of the the type, the the archetype, if you will. Like, you seem like you've got it all together, but, like, secretly you're a lush. (laughs) Yeah, I'm the the kind who, after everyone in the house goes to sleep, goes downstairs, gets on the computer, and just drinks themselves silly, right? Um, Right. (laughs) Which, everyone has gone to bed. I'm downstairs. I'm at the computer, and I'm drinking right now. Let's just say what's happening. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just just call it, you know. A dog, uh, at a least dog. virtually you're here um, to watch my downward spiral um, <laughs> it's so funny though like because i the first time i ever had alcohol I was very young my my sister and i actually i don't i don't remember this super clearly but we got caught um because oh, you have no. to understand that i was like three or four and Susie's my sister was like five um but my um my uh, my yaya made uh, like this is a Greek thing. Uh, they ma- they make their own like wines. Um, if you want to call them that, I don't think you can call them that because they don't taste like wine. They taste really good, and I don't like wine. It's like hooch. Um, <laughs> and it like so she made this like cherry wine, and I'm talking like they take the fruit from their backyard and like make whatever this liquor is with it. Uh, and so she, we had the cherry wine from my yeah, yeah. And it had, there was like this big, like sideboard bureau dresser thing that was in a nice decanter type thing that was kept on top of. And, uh, Susie was much bigger than me. So she couldn't like, none of us could reach it. None of us were tall enough, even at that age. Cause we were always tall kids, but even we, even we weren't tall enough to reach it. So she was supporting me as we had pulled all the drawers out for me because I was a little bit smaller to climb up and get it. And that's what we got caught in the midst of doing. <laughs> like, I'm still stuck on the fact that you were five. I asked, what? <laughs> it did. I, here's the thing. It, I don't forget you were why. You were doomed to start with. It just, you were I know, right? For you. How did, I, don't, I don't know how we had tasted, but it tasted like cherries. Like it didn't, you know what I mean? Like it tasted like candy. Like it didn't taste like alcohol. You know what I mean? Like, so we didn't know. <laughs> we're just like that stuff's sweet we like that i think maybe you're like we, justin stop being so judgy we didn't get into the cocaine <laughs> until i was nine yeah like, just, heroin me, certainly not me, until my like sister Corey feldman and drew barrymore the four of us just... <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing hey um we're gonna we're about to start talking about star trek but if i may before yeah, we do we're gonna stop talking about drinking now and actually talk about star trek but before um, that be- something but important. before that uh we mentioned sitcoms um i'm going to be releasing this at just about i mean we're going to record this for about 35 more minutes and then i'm going to go and i'm going to do a fast and furious edit on it so if the audio is not exactly perfect i apologize in advance um and i'm going to get try and get this thing released by like 1 30 in the morning on february 6th february 6th is the final day of the campaign that i'm running for the movie that i'm about to make um it will be the fifth movie i've made uh, after ninjas versus zombies vampires monsters trek off the motion picture and now uh, cancellation 
Um, so this is, it's a rarity that I do this. Like I, we haven't done this since Trekoff and Trekoff, I think we raised money back in like 2011. Uh, yeah. so, so it's been, it's or no, I guess 2014. It's been a while. And I know there are a lot of people who listen to the show and a lot of people listen to the show the day it comes out. So there are going to be a lot of people on Wednesday, February 6th, listening to the show. Um, we are, um, we've made our goal, which is great on Kickstarter, but, um, we are, when I put out our, our original Kickstarter like budget. I was like, okay, what do I think we'll get? And, and cause if you don't get it all on Kickstarter, then you don't get anything. So I was like, okay, so I put $3,000 down, even though the budget for the film was like six or seven. Um, and we are at 150% of that goal. We're at $4,500. So we're definitely getting it. And that's great. But like our budget was like for 7,000. And so, uh, and so we are trying to raise as much as we can in the last 24 hours. Uh, for anybody listening who wants to know what you could get, one of the big things is every single episode of Trek Off um, that I have, uh, unless there are a couple that are missing, we will we will send to you. It'll be, be like I will send you a digital copy, including us doing the Star Wars commentaries that has not been available since we did um, the Trek Off campaign, um, yep. and then also all the episodes of that I can find of uh, of the Pop Off podcast, all the episodes of Totally Super, everything that I can get my hands on. We're talking two to three hundred hours of audio entertainment. Like if you just want like the rest of your years drive back and forth to work, you can get for like 20 bucks. Um, and you've helped, you've helped us make the movie. And yes. And, and more importantly, up- I think you help make the movie. <laughs> well, that's it. Which is going to be funny and charming and glorious. You guys know how Justin do. Some, like, someone said something wonderful today. Uh, they, they, they said, they said, I was thinking it was Mike Doherty who, who said, uh, help, uh, help continue the legacy of this wonderful filmmaker, which I was like, I don't deserve that. I was like, I, <laughs> like, I don't deserve like, a legacy. You do deserve I, I, I a legacy. Get, you don't get to say words like legacy and wonderful filmmaker about me, but I do. Okay. You um, do. You do. I think um, he's spot on. Thank you very much. But, they, but look, also, like yes, you'll be part of it. You'll get your name, name in the credits. You'll get to know that you helped me make art, which is good because there are a lot of you listening who've benefited from this art that we've made for, for years and years, uh, and we've rarely asked for anything back. Uh, so... Um, so take, yeah, take a few just seconds get, and just you yeah, know you're you're, you're not ju- you're not just getting it for f- like like for nothing like you can get all those episodes which is going to be tons of stuff to listen to and then for just like a couple bucks more you'll get like commentaries that have never been heard for the ninjas movies the the margarita commentary where uh where daniel ross and i get drunk and watch the ninjas movies and comment on them um <laughs> you'll be able to you'll be able to get access which to that occurs able- to me is worth its weight in gold y'all Okay. Yeah. Um, and then, and then, of course, there are the copies of the new film, copies of the ninjas films, um, all sorts of stuff. So, like, end of commercial. We're going to talk about Star Trek now. But if you could, um, yes, if, if you, you have could, a please, mo- or and and get, take the moment just to get it out to other people you think um, yeah, would be interested. One because you guys know, you know, Justin. If you're listening to this on February seventh. Uh, I'm sorry that you weren't able to help out and get the stuff, but still follow it. Go to um, the movie's called Cancellation. Oh, yeah. So if you look up Cancellation, the motion picture on um, on Facebook, Facebook, and then to give, um, it's uh, www.getcancelled.com. Getcancelled.com. That's canceled with two L's. So it's G E T C A N C E L L E D. Getcancelled.com. And that's uh, that's how you can help us make the movie. So I thank you. Okay. Star Trek Discovery. Here we go. <laughs> Here we um, go. All right. Uh, we start. Uh, we start uh, the end 
of of season two in recap and i'm pulling this from wikipedia i'm just going to read right from here then we can talk about it um the first episode and we're gonna take about 10 15 minutes per episode here a brother directed by alex kurtzman uh written by ted sullivan uh gretchen j berg and aaron harbert's original release date was january 17 2019 from wikipedia en route to vulcan the uss discovery receives a distress call from the uss enterprise and captain christopher pike takes emergency command of the discovery explaining that the enterprise was investigating seven mysterious signals when it was catastrophically damaged all but one of the signals have disappeared but it is but it too is gone by the time discovery arrives at its location the crew discovers the wreckage of the uss hiawatha which was reported missing during the cleon war on an asteroid made of non-baryonic matter and find chief engineer jet reno nursing the last survivors of the crew all are transported back to discovery and after having a vision of a red angel while on the on the asteroid burnham visits the enterprise and investigates the quarters of her foster brother spock who had previously taken leave for a personal investigation she discovers he had been having nightmares of the seven signals now we're going to do our best even though we're in over the course of the podcast we're not going we, we are going to spoil all three of these but in our discussion of each episode we're going to try not to jump forward so we learn more about the red angel but that's not so we just talk about the third episode so right now we're just talking about the first episode of the season and i want to jump in about Hold on, let's do this real episodes. quick unless you want to yeah. do it as a wrap-up type thing but like let's just say this right off the bat like before we get into spoiler territory yeah they're all good like you should totally watch them if you haven't like you are not only good but they are course correcting slowly problems from the problems from season one so like it is if there were things like that like you've heard us talk about like if you know if you were in the camp that we were like i want to like this there are things that are good here but you're making it hard because of you know this laundry list of bullshit they're it's they listened Okay, (laughs) there. Yeah. And they're they're, and they're trying to slowly but surely make as many positive corrections as they can that are, you know, within reason. So let me and let me take this next step. Not only are they all good, but they're all Star Trek. The third one is slightly less Star Trek, but yeah, it's very I was gonna next say, gen. It's, I would say it's like, very next gen DS9. But the first two are the first super one is is Star very Trek. Star Trek. The second one is like fucking the epitome of Star Trek. Okay, everything and then the, all and then, Star Trek all the time. And then the, and the third, third one, one the, is a little bit down thir- again. So it's like a, it's like a the, you know. <laughs> And I wouldn't, even, me, I anyway. wouldn't even call it. I wouldn't even call it down. I would say that you have you. If you look at the if you look at the um the way that Buffy or X Files were, or even DS Nine to a certain extent, those 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 nineties into the modern era of television shows, you would have what would be called um you know individual show, individual show, uh, uh, episode, episode, and then what would be called a, called a mythology show, right? It would be the the episode of the X-Files that has the cigarette smoking man back and that pushes forward the larger plot. And then you go back to episode, episode, episode. And this seems very much like that. You have like episode, episode, and they are connected, but they're very different. And then you have the one that is, and, and DS9 did this to an extent too. You'd have, you know, you'd have the war show or whatever it is. And then you'd have, you know, baseball show and this show about this and this show about this and quirk show and now we're back into the show with the big plot and then sure, it, like, i'm, I'm to- speaking merely from a perspective of like uh, things that were like there was a, a little bit that bothered me in the first episode the second episode is fucking immaculate and then there's a little bit that bothered me in the third episode but like that's the only reason i say it's sort of like a you know there's like a basic you know hump 
going on there, but like, yeah. <laughs> well, and I and, and I and I would say that being I, said, I would say, yeah. Overall, that, all of them are good, and there are a lot of things that they're doing to to try to make it better. The, the things that they fucked up. And I don't know yeah, if it's it, different writers or the same writers trying to fix their mistakes or if th- different writers are like. It's interesting. And and it's interesting. Alex Kurtzman, who has written some terrible things uh, like Star Trek Into Darkness, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, is one of the ones on, on board. But and it doesn't have uh, it doesn't have any more. Um, uh, not Michael Pillar, the the I forget who it was the guy who had had worked on um, on Voyager and stuff who was on it. And it doesn't have Nicholas Meyer on it anymore. They, they these guys are a different. Are, are were involved but these are like they're making kind of the star trek that they would say i would say that this is um even sh- even like the shots are saying, not like, shaky from the, anymore from the that's what i'm saying from a writing perspective like they're clearly mixed like fixing mistakes like or you know doing the best they can with them um and i don't know if that's because there's been a writer change or if they're just listening and figuring things out and trying to do the right things so that's what i meant by that I don't know. Okay, well, let's start with let's start with this episode one that I just read the the synopsis for. <clears throat> let's start with the biggest thing. Uh, they're at the Enterprise, and because the Enterprise has been has been fucked up, it has to go and it has to go and get repaired. But Captain Christopher Pike is too busy to wait while a ship gets repaired. He's got shit to do. <laughs> He's like, look, man, you repair my car, I'll take the rental. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in fairness, it was kind of Starfleet said I could have this. So, um, you know, you know where he got the rental from Enterprise. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Drink. <laughs> um, sorry, I had to. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so he is going to jump on board. He's got a mission. He's got to uh, get, got to do. And uh, frankly, Enterprise needs a little bit of work. So he's going to jump on this ship for a little while. Um, and so he is now the captain of this crew. Bring some other people with him. There are uh, there is the, um, the 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 what the science officer is is on there, and then the other pilot, I guess, is the other guy on there. Um, I don't know. I don't remember that well. What are you talking about? No, the two other officers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Spoiler alert: They don't appear in the next two episodes. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, they just disappear. (laughs) Um, interestingly uh, enough. um, yeah. Well, one of them, one of them disappears in a in a big ball of fire. Um, but right, but the yeah. other one just disappears, like sort They're of. They're the one who has to put on her red shirt. Um, yeah, so, that was my so, only detraction in this episode. Really, like that was my big beef. I loved. Let's talk so about much Pike. Let's Pike, talk about I love Pike. Him. I love him. I, love I told him you. I told. I remember you were all like, "I don't know. I don't think I like. I don't think I like that it's going to be Pike." I was like, "No, Pike is fucking perfect." Yeah, like, no. And I was so I was at I wanted what well, um. What's what's the word I'm looking for? It's actually a set of words from you. Um, oh yeah, the I, I want was to give right. you all my money, Justin. No, I'm looking for you to say that I was right. Oh yeah, sure, you're right. Yeah, I love him. I love him because he's great. Because he's not sacred in the same way. And so his it, face, I, it occurred to me, his face looks like what the unburned face of Wheelchair Pike would look like. Actually, I was looking at him today. And I was like, "Guy, if, if he got all burned up, he would be the wheelchair pike. Like he's got the same like face structure of whoever that dude was." 
Um, and I feel like he's he's absolutely taking um, taking pages from uh, from both Jeffrey Hunter um, yep. and all and also from Bruce Greenwood from the from the yeah. the Chris Chris Pine thing. I'm seeing bits of both of them mixed mm-hmm. together. I feel I feel like this guy did his did his homework and he's like well i can't yeah, and i feel like he's nailing ju- it man you know he's, he's like, like i can't just do jeffrey hunter because like the world has seen much more of of, Bruce of the other guy but Pike. also like the, the reality is you haven't seen that much of either one of those so he's still got a lot of place to play he's still got yeah, a lot of he's, place he's to do his own, his own thing and that's cool that's like a great place to be as an actor because there's there isn't the thing of being like spock or bones or Kirk that you've got to like figure out like what do I do? Do I try to be them? Do I do a completely different thing? Like there's so much weight there. And this is sort of that perfect scenario I feel like as an actor, at least if it was me, I would feel like this is great. I've got this I can pull from and this I can pull from to kind of get a loose foundation going. And then I can go, you know, kind of make something from those myself and and add my own flavor and it's and it's and it's totally working like i love him like he can yeah, stay his name is anson mount is the name of the actor and he's incredible hey i'm not even gonna pause the show to do this but you're tapping your mic a lot and it's i'm hearing it so careful really? there but i i'm not gonna have a chance to edit this this comment out because like i said i gotta put the show yeah, up he's like gonna really do a fast. quick and dirty so yeah, sorry so, about that, so yeah, I'll try not. There, I don't some, think I'm so t- hey, behind the curtain, sometimes we stop the show and we have little conversations about the production, and then we go back into the show, and then I cut that part out. But not today. Not today. Um, you get it raw, uh, filtered bitches. I, th- I definitely think that he's much more Anson Mount, or he's much more Bruce Greenwood Pike than he is Jeffrey Hunter Pike. The, oh. Jeffrey Hunter's Pike was very serious. He was sure, very, but I think that we don't that, like we don't have enough. Sure. Of. of of the original Pike to go off of, but specifically the they say thing... that this Pike has a sense of humor, and and like so does Bruce Greenwood's Pike. Like it's, it definitely has has a sense. Oh, of Oh, definitely. So I like... But I think the the uh, there is a uh, I don't know what the word I want to I want to use to describe it, but like his relationship with Spock, the the. I, there, I feel like we that for whatever reason, and maybe this is actually more because of TOS, honestly, um, the episode where they work the pilot in, um, the two-parter, which is the only way that people on television initially would have seen the actual pilot. Yeah, the um, menagerie. The menagerie. like So you have this understanding that they were very, very close. And I don't feel like it, like that was as true in the movies. I didn't get that same bond. And I think that he's he's got that happening, which is clearly from original Pike. And, and yeah, there's, a, I think there's I, a seriousness in his, um, oh, like, re, like in his adherence to regulation and, and the you know general order one and that well, yeah you know i think i see you know uh, here's the thing he looks he looks and acts so no nonsense he's very no nonsense very by the book and then without even cracking a grin he says something funny that it's on purpose and mm-hmm. and his it's so dry that that 
like I, I, I mean, I love. Him. I think he, I think he does a great job. I so love I seeing perfect balance of those. I love the, the the Starfleet uniforms. I love what they've done with them. Like they're like, okay, well, it, it can't look like the like the shirts from the original series, but we want to evoke it. Um, I I want to come out and say that I did not like the Star Trek 09 um, version of the of the uniforms. I liked the Star Trek Beyond version very much, but the Star Trek 09 version was just like it's a black t-shirt with another like t-shirt over it. Or another shirt like over it, and I like I never got that sense. I always got the sense that it, like on on Star Trek on the original show that it was like one tunic, and and it like it's it's more like it was just like a, a black mock turtleneck and then a shirt over it. Um, I like what they do here. They keep the collars. They keep it. You know, they're like okay, we're going to update the look, but it's going to be incredibly evocative of the thing you know. And I really dug it. And and frankly, yeah, I just I dug, dug it too. I dug seeing the colors. I just like seeing them. I did them. too. I loved seeing the colors. I was like, ah, I like that. Like that's that's awesome. And, and the, it does. And like, it, that, like, it's, a, it's. I definitely think it's a much better. It feels like a much better representation of the original series costuming than the movies. Like, well, it's, it's you know we it's let's talk about a Star lot Trek. less. I feel like. Let's talk about Star Trek costumes, um, really quick, because I think there there is a there is a legit. Um, argument to be made that Star Trek and Star Trek, Star Trek The Next Generation's costumes look a little bit like pajamas, especially the Star Trek The Next Generation costumes. And I'm talking about season three on, not the jumpsuits that are like form fitting and they zip up, but like when they finally are like kind of wearing sweatshirts almost. <laughs> Oh um, yeah, yes, yes. It does look yeah, a little that, bit like pajamas. I can see it. It's a little PJ-ish, and I feel like there was a move to get further and further. And further away, so you get the the Star Trek Generations and Star Trek Voyager and early DS Nine costumes, which are uh, which are black all the way up with a purple collar, and then uh, with the purple collar, and then the color is over the shoulders where the black used to be on Star Trek: The Next Generation, and then Deep Space Nine and First Contact moved past that where it's a gray uniform black pants gray shirt all the way up to the top with sort of a light purple on the on the uh on the shoulders and just the 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 color is just like just the turtleneck is the only place where the color is and then you know voyager didn't change his costumes at all and stayed the same to the end so you get to enterprise now you're in enterprise and the only dash of color you get is just the lines on the uniforms and everything else is just like it's a blue zip up jumpsuit and you get to Which discover makes sense the- because like the idea mm-hmm. in enterprises you're not like the, what they're the, i feel like they're trying to sort of evoke theirs that we're not that it's a far submarine. off it's supposed to be a submarine it's a submarine in space is what they're going well, for. well we're not that far off from like what like a traditional space suit looks like sure and now you, you know get to mean? discovery you get to discovery and even the uh the the enterprises when you know kirk's dad you know the thor the 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 thor thor prize um the kelvin i guess on on the kelvin in star trek 09 is you still have the the sense of everybody's wearing similar looking outfits and then you finally get to you know the star trek as we know it and everybody's wearing finally the colors 
I think that there's something I'm past feeling that the colors are cheesy or not cheesy as long as the cut of the costume is good. And so seeing the colors on the show with this very, very cool. I love the collars. I just love the cut of the costume. I think it looks really, really fucking sharp. It does. Sharp it on looks everybody. really, yeah, it looks really sleek and cool. Like uh, I'm I'm down would, with that change. Like I'm fine with it like being, you know, like the colors don't look they don't look silly because there's so much color. It's I hope fine. that they're easing us in. I hope they're easing us into a season three change where everybody's cool. in the colors. Like that would be that's that would clearly be the best next step if you want us all to accept Star Trek. Like, let's do it. Let's make Star Trek. If that's what they're saying, hey, let's just make Star Trek. Well, I mean, especially I mean, how close are we to those uniforms, frankly? Like that's that's the uniforms in, in the original series. Yeah. So is it 10 or five years? Like, which is it? Well, okay, that's interesting though because it's it's ten years, but um, but Captain Pike was just wearing like they they all just wear gold, right? Yeah, Captain Pike and and even the first episode of Kirk, they're all just wearing gold, and then they get the colors. Mm-mm. Yep, Captain Pike is wearing gold, and then if you watch the first uh, Kirk episode, which is where No Man Has Gone Before, the one with um, uh, Gary Mitchell. Mm-hmm. That they're they're not wearing the colors; they're all wearing gold. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. They're Look not the all wearing gold. They're not wearing the colors. Science all is, wearing... is blue, and or her has only only ever been in red. Like, what are you talking about? Uh, is Uhura even in the cage? Oh, you mean the pilot? The and and the second pilot. The second Here, pilot. No. No, the second pilot is with the the salt creature, man. No, the second no, the second pilot um the 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 second pilot is um is the first episode shot and that and they're all wearing gold. They're all wearing they're what all is wearing that, gold. What is the name cuz I don't know what you're talking. There's no episode where they're all where wearing no gold. Where no man has gone before. Is That's the name not of even the true episode. because what's her name's in in blue? Like your crazy pants. The chick that oh, eventually takes him down is in blue. Like, Spock is in blue. Like, I'm looking. Give me a second, guys. Yeah, go We're look. Gonna... I'm looking right now. Are you colorblind as well as having a drinking problem? She's in blue. Hold on. She's in blue. <laughs> Kirk know. and Spock are in gold. Kirk and Spock are in gold. Only science, only science and the doctors are in blue. Everyone else is in gold. All right. Well, maybe that's why it doesn't occur to me is like, there's no colors. Yeah, um, but it's not the colors that we know. So maybe what we're doing is we're you know the the evolution is 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 coming. Um, anyway, it's really cool. It's just I I I want to see these. I want to see these these colors that I know, and I think it's it's. I think we're gonna get there. I think that's where we're gonna go. So let's talk about the actual thing. Um, let's talk about uh, the actual episode now that we've got off this a beautiful crazy episode where they, tangent. Yeah, where they're going to they're going to search out a cool science fictiony thing where they have to go out and have discussion about science and faith when they go onto you know a, a, a planet and she sees a vision and whoa now and, you're going wait we're going to episode two. No, 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 no. Where she she sees a vision. She not no a different discussion of faith. Where she sees a vision of the angel. Oh well. Um, so we're talking about the first episode. Yeah. Right. So they've got the colors. He's got his people. They're going down to this asteroid to try to f- figure out where the signal is coming from. There's all this 
difficulty around that because of the gravity and dark matter and all this stuff. Um, so it's important to to point out there's like a bunch of danger involved. Um, there's when he's putting his, his landing party together, he says this line, he calls the girl. He has two people with him, a girl and a guy. And I don't remember what they do or what their damn names are. Although he gives her a name and then tells her to get her red shirt. Yeah. With the, you know, uh, you know, coming down with them. I was like, okay, that bothers me. Like, I get that that's fan service, but like they never called them red shirts. We call them red shirts. Like, and the fact that like immediately what happens is she doesn't die, which I think is great, but like, we're not dumb. All you had to do is just have her not die, <laughs> and then you break the the red shirt, you know, a- axiom. Like, and it's all good, and I'm fine with that. And I would have had a little inside chuckle about it, um, and it wouldn't have mattered to people who didn't know. But I think that's enough that it's actually come to the sort of social consciousness of the idea of a red shirt. But I, yeah, I hate that he called her that. That doesn't make any yeah, it's, sense it's, in the world. It's about, it took me out of the moment. A- I didn't care. And it's just for an it. inverse of a joke we've already had, right? It's a like like it's as on the nose as the guy in Star Trek Nine who's like he's wearing the red shirt. He's like, I feel like I can take on anything, and you like you know he's gonna die, and when he dies, you're not like oh, you're like ha ha ha, he's the red shirt who died. Like it's right, and this but is this, the same thing. This was to make a point of it not being her, not yeah, being it's an the inversion. Red shirt. It's an it's an inversion, but it's not not the same joke. It's the same joke, just a it's different the same joke, version. But, it's a, it's, but here's the beauty of it, and because here's the thing, I love the 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 fruition of the joke. I just wish he hadn't called, like, just hadn't called a red shirt. I'm good. Like, all you had to do was cut that line. You guys, come on. Why did we do that? Why? Why did you take us out of the fantasy of the world you've built? Like it. Ugh. Sometimes sure. I just want to. I just want to hit him with. A it didn't. Fish. It didn't but, bother. It, but, it just made me smile. But I totally understand why you would think that. Yeah, and, but like then, particularly they're all in their little suits. They're going down, and I did dig this part. Like the dude who's not the red shirt is like mid mansplaining to like Burnham how he knows what he's doing. Don't tell me how to fly. And he's been kind of this way since it's like since he started. There's been this air of him sort of. Uh, it's not quite full on sexism, but a little bit of like of him being like, yeah, you don't know what you're talking about. And when she's trying to school him and try to get him to not die because she's been in this, you know, she's more familiar with the suits they're using to get through the place, all the the dangers like. And she's trying to warn him and he's mid telling her why he doesn't need her fucking help. He gets f- fucking killed. I like cheered. Yeah. No, it's fine. It's satisfying. Like that it's was fantastic. And the fact that like the only people who got down safely, like were the, were the women like Ed Burnham had to save Pike. What a great scene, by the way. Like I was watching I that loved going, it. I was like, holy shit, this is a TV budget. This is what they can just yeah, do on TV Yeah, it was TV fucking now. intense as hell, man. This was really good. It was yeah. really, really... I was thinking, this must have cost him a couple of hundred bucks. It was really, <laughs> really, really, really very good. Not my joke. Kevin Smith's joke, but I still like saying it. Um, so, so there's that, all that. She sees the red, the red angel. They save a bunch of they save a bunch of, of crew members that are down there. The and danger is awesome, never... Um, the danger like is never from a bad guy. The danger no. is just from the, the difficulty of the mission. 
That's yep. what it's from. They find and I, and Chief Engineer the, Jet the... Reno, who's going to come back. Um, and Is that's she... that. So, so I want to I want to jump real quick to the other half of the episode, which is uh, Baby Michael and Baby Spock, and them meeting, and Spock with the art, and I hated that too. and um, I think that it's better in the in it's better in the context of having seen the third episode. I think Agreed, the first episode is better. But as I'm watching it, it, yeah, it we felt have to talk very about much like, look it. at this cool thing we're going to do just to have a cool thing for you to see. See yeah. how he's throwing uh, up these images? Ooh, ah, like, uh, come on. And I never, like, the thing is, I never felt like Star Trek was about flouting the technology. It was about the purpose. I I disagree. I think that I think that the holodeck was was often just about flooding the technology, and they they would always find little things to do to make you go ooh. Especially early Star Trek, especially early Star Trek and early Star Trek: The Next Generation specifically. Star Trek: The Next Generation was always like, oh look at this. I remember you know they would have the the eight year old kid going, go back and do your calculus. So you could go like ha ha ha. They're so far in the future, or like Leo. You know, like there was always they gave you little nods of ooh, isn't this cool? Um, but that is no, much more but next again, gen. That's more about next their, gen their, era. Th- I guess they're, that's more about their evolution. I'm just saying that it's less about look at this spectacle. fancy spectacle we can show you. Yeah, like look at this CG yeah. Marvel we can show you. Like yeah, no, I, I, just, I and and we're at a we're at a point now where we're not impressed by CG Marvels anymore, even from Marvel, which is mostly CG. Like so it's, stop. it's you've got it's stop. You, you've like, got to stop it. <laughs> yeah, we've gotten to the we've gotten to the point where we where we we know that you can do anything. So the anything you do has to have more meaning, or it has, has to yeah, it has, or to, has to be better. Like the, yeah. the, like don't do it just because ooh this will look cool. That's not or has to be anymore. or 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 if Angry. you're gonna do it because it looks cool, it's got to be remarkably beautiful. And frankly, while it was pretty, it was not remarkably beautiful. So why like it's it's not we're not no, impressed. We're, <laughs> we're not impressed, nor are we enthused. Much, okay. So. <laughs> So, so it's, it's just ho-hum, but it's fine. Um, I like seeing their, their relationship from moment one. I think a big problem that you had that we talked about ad nauseum was why did Spock never mention the sister of his? I feel like we're getting to that. I think, I feel like, you know. Yeah. I feel like they're trying their best to fix that. So it's interesting. I, I listened to a podcast about the, the Harry Potter franchise and the Harry Potter movies and stuff. Um, and the, the, the podcast is very complimentary of the Harry Potter books while being really critical of the Harry Potter movies. Um, yeah, and the problem that they come across <laughs> is they said, that they, they said, look, we really like um, the, the, the sixth Harry Potter movie and the, seventh, and the fifth Harry Potter movie. The problem is, is they had to make cuts in those movies, which did actually make sense for those movies to make those cuts. There was no reason, for instance, there, there had to be anything about house elves in the Goblet of Fire movie. It wasn't needed. You didn't need it for that yep. movie. Um, and and they, said that, they said the problem that you run into, though, is that you don't see Dobby at all in the Harry Potter movies after the second book, where Dobby is a constant presence in, or in the books, but not in the movies. Mm-hmm. So when Dobby shows up in, in Deathly Hallows... It doesn't. It 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 feels shoehorned in, um, and and they said the problem with the Deathly Hallows ends up being while it is a fine movie that it ends up having to pay for the the choices that previous it made movies earlier. made earlier. Yeah, yeah. That that it that it is made lesser because it has to deal with things that were not 
presented earlier in the story. Yeah, I feel but like those at least, having... at least in that context, though, those earlier choices were good. I feel like some of these earlier choices were bad. They were a bad yeah. idea, and they're well, and sure. I feel like the pe- that now they're doing the best they can. Like they can't undo it, <laughs> and so they're like, okay, like we've been saying, what it would need to be pretty huge. For him to have never spoken of her, for there, there to be no mention of her, like you really are going to need to figure this the fuck out. Now, I well, I love and the way that 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 they're. I mean, we'll get we'll talk about it more in episode. But I do feel like they're I, trying to do that, and I appreciate yeah. it. But uh, it's, <laughs> um, but it's unfortunate that they're put into that position. And I don't want to I don't want to damn them too much. They have they had some bad ideas. They had a bunch of good ideas in season one. They had a bunch of ideas. They, you know, they yeah. There's there's they, there's absolutely they, good stuff in season. They one. stepped up to the bat and they Babe Ruthed it. Right, their good ideas were home runs and their bad ideas were strikeouts. Unfortunately, they but they swung for the fences every time and they weren't really going for like second base hits. They were like, we're mm-hmm. going to try all this stuff and now they know what works and what doesn't and now they got to deal with the stuff that didn't work. And I feel like they're doing it masterfully right now. I really think that they're you know that it would be you know. It, it would be easy to just write it off and say none of it happened, but instead they are keeping it in story reasons. And they they want you to be able, when you're done watching Discovery, to go back and watch the first season and not be bothered by that stuff because you go, okay, well that's just part of, that's just part of where we part of where we are. Like watching the first season of DS9, right? The first season of DS9, when I first watched it, all the Bajoran stuff was just boring as fuck. It was like, oh, more about the Bajorans, ugh. More about the orbs. Ugh. You know, now I rewatch it. I didn't it feel that I'm, way. What? <laughs> now I rewatch it and I'm really, really into it because they, I feel like when they finally figured out what the show was, they didn't let that stuff go. They said, we're going to incorporate that stuff to the point where even if it wasn't good the first time around in context, you're going to like it now. Um, and I feel like this show is trying really hard to do that. And I applaud it for that. So that's the first episode. Yes. Second, we said we can do 10 minutes per episode. Look what we're doing. Um, second episode. Like, that's silly. I don't know why you thought we could do that. <laughs> and that's where I'm going to stop now. Alexia, we're going to have to pause the show now. Is that mean of me? Terribly. Of course. Yeah, we, uh, we, 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 uh, we, we, <laughs> Every we time have... you do this, it's mean. <laughs> well, but I don't usually have you jump on and do it. But yeah, we're going to have to stop here. Um, <laughs> yeah, you usually uh, don't it, let me know you're doing it. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, um, it's, it's, yeah, it's. It's the first two episodes were incredible. There's uh, um, there's so much to to talk about. I guess the first episode. Um, we appreciate that you are with us on this journey uh, for Star Trek. It's incredible. Again, uh, if you don't mind going to getcancelled.com, it would be so incredibly incredibly helpful. Yes, um, to help us do. make the movie. Um, it's, it's if you're listening to this uh, on the on the sixth, actually, just today. By the end of the day on the sixth, it's uh, you can't anymore. But if you could, that'd be great. But for now, my name is Justin, and my name's Alexia. Trek off, trek off, bitches. One last reminder before you go to go to getcancelled.com. That's getcancelled.com to help us make cancellation the motion picture. Look at the rewards there. Look for opportunities to hear your voice and your message heard on Totally Super and Trek Off. Please help us make cancellation the motion picture by going to getcancelled.com or looking up cancellation on Kickstarter. 